there. I'm Leanna Hinkle with the Hinkle Homestead. And I'm Lindsay Weiniger with the Weiniger Farms. And we are your hosts on We Chose the Farm. All right, welcome to episode 34. Today we are talking about man's best friend. Can you guess it? Uh, it's dogs. What? <laughs> I'm really excited about this because pretty much everybody has dogs. Yeah. Or has had a dog. Yes. All the people have dogs. So this is something that I think that everybody can relate to. I feel like I need to correct myself slightly. I feel like my percentage in last week's episode was a little high. I feel like, I keep saying I feel like, I want to guess that the Purina percentage, the Purina uh, the Purina stat that I had of like 90 some percent of people with livestock have dogs. I want to say it's probably more like in the 80s to 90s, mm, but I don't know. It's pretty high. It's super high. Um, but and it's it covers a lot of ground because there's so many types of dogs. So, do you know that there are 75 million pet dogs in the U.S. more than in any other country? Wow, that is a good stat. <laughs> I like that. I would think that, I mean, I guess even, well, India, they probably, India's the high, most highly populated country. But Yeah, I could believe I get, that. But because there's so many people, they probably don't want dogs around as pets anyway. Yeah, I mean, so we definitely did a little bit of an intro last time just chatting about different jobs and stuff. So, I mean, it would make sense that people have dogs for companionship, for therapy, for working dogs, for just pure enjoyment. So it does not surprise me that they are everywhere. Absolutely. And um, that feeds right into like what mainly for us, dogs are main, they serve a purpose. Yeah. We have dogs on our, you know, ranches, farms, homesteads for reasons besides just being good old dogs but um that's not the case and we are very well aware of that and we um respect that I don't know the right words to say there but you know I grew up with a toy small breed a small breed dog pretty sure she was between a toy and a small breed and she was merely a lap sitter that's all she was good for so oh my gosh the um did you know that dog owners have lower blood pressure than non-dog owners? Wow. And that also petting a dog lowers your blood pressure as well as theirs. This person must not have a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> because that is not accurate for yeah. the puppy stage. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I've been there. Every time that like you get out of a puppy stage two, I'm like, that wasn't so bad. We can do this again. <laughs> it's totally fine. And then you're like, oh, yeah, this no. again. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, I had the worst because I chose the worst breed of dog for city living. The golden retriever, like a black golden retriever that I have just... All he wanted to do was go out and run. And, yeah. Uh, and, I mean, he was just, he was a good dog. But I'm telling you, in my little matchbox house, 
it did not go well. I came home many a times to my garbage sprawled across the kitchen floor. <laughs> oh, it's that's just, I mean, literally boredom. Our dogs do that too. Do you know, you said you had a lab? No, a you had a golden, golden retriever. retriever. Yeah. Labrador retrievers are the top most popular breeds for the last 25 consecutive years. I currently have a Labrador retriever. They are also originally from Newfoundland. Yes, in the area of Labrador. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that. Yeah. (laughs) It was exceptionally cold there. Yes. That's so fun. And I think that's, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, when people think about dogs, Uh there's a lot of different varieties. But it makes sense that where they come from are based on how they are. And obviously through evolution and everything else and, you know, breeding this right. and that. Yeah. They've changed over the course of time. But it's just still pretty crazy to see, um, you know, like, for example, like dogs are descendants from wolves, I guess, or whatever, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, or that whole yes, line. That, yep. And I guess dogs, pet dogs, sleep with their feet and they kind of sleep curled in a ball, right? Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. to protect themselves. It's like a natural instinct for them to protect themselves and their organs from being like exposed to predators. So like huh. it's just that natural yeah, instinct. And of every I think no matter how domesticated they are, they all are going to have that natural instinct because that is how like you differentiate your breeds. Anyway, like yeah. your toy breeds are, you know, terriers. They 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 started off with a purpose. Like, rat terriers were literally created. Yeah, to, to like, hunt out rats. To yeah. To go in burrows. Everybody's watched those dog shows at least yeah. once, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Watch them go in the holes and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So, we have a, we're, our family is looking into getting a, uh, it's like a, it's a combo of like a rat terrier, but it's like a, almost like a shepherd looking, he's a wolf dog is what we're going to call him. Okay. But he's, that's, that was his like, li- it's like what he lived for is whenever we would open up the corn bin to feed the cows and the rats would run out. That was like what, what she lived for. It was a girl, Shelby. Sorry, Shelby. That's um, fantastic. Do you know what the smallest breed of dog is um the smallest breed of dog is a yorkshire terrier no oh it's shoot. actually a chihuahua oh, and then the next is. one it's is probably because the yorkshire has too much hair it weighs them down <laughs> <laughs> i don't know let's see yorkshire or sorry chihuahua then the brussels griffin mm, then no a pomeranian the chinese crested those are the ones that have no hair oh don't they have like a tiny maybe like a little poop yeah on their, on their head? ears and stuff. yeah okay um the fo- toy fox terriers then you get into like the toy breeds which is yeah but yeah. I mean, I get the desire for having a little tiny dog because I love little tiny chickens and yeah. I want to put one in my purse all the time. So, I mean, I get it. I yes. get it. Yep. And then the biggest dog is? It's Great Dane. It is definitely Great Dane. I wanted a Great Dane for so long. Not a fan. Oh, my word. Well. They're just too big. Yeah. Like, um, I briefly worked at a dog bakery for a while and we had daycare uh-huh. and there was a great Dane puppy that would like to jump. Like, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? You know how puppies jump? Like, Hey, hi, how are you? Mm-hmm. It's fine when, until you have like an actual pony, mm-hmm. you know, that tries to like jump over your shoulders. <laughs> 
too much. Not a fan. Not yeah. my favorite. Well, and the only thing that really ever deters me from Great Danes is their short lifespan. Yeah. Because they just don't stick around for very long. But uh, the second um, biggest dog is the Mastiff of line. Course. And they're like, my my sister-in-law is desperate for a Tibetan Mastiff just because of the sheer mass. That's Jake, too. Yeah, they're huge. They're bigger, such the better. big dogs. I'm like, do you know how much they eat? Do you know how much they poop? Oh, yeah. <laughs> With big dogs comes big poops. Yep. A friend of mine literally broke her ankle because... Her Stop. sister had a Great Dane and a leaf landed on top of the pile of poo and she stood on the leaf. It's like I can't, I can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. So the big thing that you have to know when getting dogs, the important big like the like the drop dead things you've gotta know is you've gotta know what breed you're looking into. Or are you going to choose to go to uh, a pound or do a rescue situation yeah and uh even in those situations if you find a dog at the pound research the breeds that it could be like that it shows you know signs for so to speak like the curled tail the large body cavities the sure. face you know look for those features and do the research on those breeds so that you're not surprised by and you don't have another rehoming or something yes. if it doesn't suit the lifestyle that you are exactly you're yeah. not going to want to have a hound dog in town you're not going to want to have a high exercising dog in an apartment yes like you just need to pay attention to what you're which i feel is. like is very much so common sense to like you and me but <laughs> yeah surprisingly is not <laughs> to everybody you know what I mean? it, to a lot of people like after marley and me like how many oh, people went gosh. out and got a, the dog that they really sure. didn't need to get like after like it like the the media craze of a particular uh-huh. breed like shiloh was a big one and everybody got beagles all of a sudden and then yeah so i mean just like make, make good choices people and i feel like there's also a I don't know. Now that I'm kind of shifting, and like I said, we're very still new into the homesteading thing. Yeah. But I feel like now that we're kind of shifting out of, like, single family household into more, like, hobby farm homesteading thing. Yeah. We are more aware of the breeds that we're choosing to benefit our, you know what I mean? Before, I think it would be like, a pound puppy is, you know, the best thing. I don't care what the mix is because we have a loving family and that's all that matters. And I think that that works very well with yeah. a lot of people. Sure. Um, but now our needs focus more specifically on we need protection for these things. Like right. we, yeah. you know, I have very high energy dogs. I have two German Shepherds and I have a Great Pyrenees. So the German Shepherds do better when they have a job yeah which I didn't like it didn't actually honestly took me six seven years to figure this out (laughs) I mean truly I feel bad like sorry for my dogs for being the guinea pigs but like they are better dogs when they have a job to do when they're not bored when they're not yeah you know cooped up when they are doing what they are designed to do they are better yes absolutely and with that though I think what's what's very important, especially in the beginning stages, is how much time your dogs take. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times people are just like, oh, I'll get a dog and he'll just be part of the family. Um, your dog is more like a child that you have to rear than it yeah. is like a, like a, almost like a cat. A cat is more along the lines of something that you still have the kitten stage. 
Sure. But it's not like a puppy stage. No. Like, you literally have to, like, have, like, talk manners with a dog. You have yeah. to, you know, train uh, it to yeah. do the job that you're wanting it to do or train it to be where you want it to. I mean, puppy school is legit important. Yeah. I mean, it's big. It's and, you huge. know, I, I have mixed, I feel like this is going to kind of like, I don't know, maybe it's not. I feel like sometimes also communicating with breeders. So, like, let's say you have an idea of a choice breed that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Talking to your breeders and figuring out who they are as people, I feel like, is very important as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because you can have some high-quality dogs that were raised in crap conditions and that are terrible dogs. Yeah. I mean, as bad as it sounds, I mean, just overbred. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just not well cared for. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking, like, puppy mills or anything. I'm just, I mean, this can be anywhere. I've said that for a while. I mean, until, like I said, until we started doing, literally giving our dogs jobs. But, like, I was not convinced that there's nothing different between a high, you know, purebred dog than a shelter mix. Oh, yeah. Sure. You know, yeah. and sometimes, depending on what the situation is, I still kind of feel like that. Like, if you're just looking for a household companion, then I don't really think it's that much of a difference. But, yeah. um, I don't know. Yeah. But I think that's personal preference, totally. Absolutely. Um, I also think it's important to, um, <laughs> it's like everything. Do your research. Do your research. I feel like yeah, we preach no, that. we do. But, um, a, a tip if you are looking into getting a puppy um, consider waiting till after eight to nine weeks to get your dog. And here's why. This is just an opinion. Uh, so don't take this as the Bible. But, um, in, in the first six to eight weeks, that's when the litter plays together. And that's when they nip at each other. And that's when they get in trouble with each other for nipping at each other's ears. They're learning those behaviors. And that is a huge behavior learning time. If you get that dog too early, you're going to be dealing with a very nippy, yeah. biting, chewy dog that doesn't, like, unless you're there training it to, like, you start yipping whenever it bites you or you, like, make loud noises. You have to do the things to make the dog yeah. stop. That, but if you were to have just left it with its litter just a smidge longer... No, that's another part in knowing your breeders. Like, is your if breeder trying to push them out the door at four and a half, five weeks old? Right, like, as soon we as they're weaned at that age. Mm. <laughs> but I mean, like, as soon as they're weaned, is yeah. not always the right time for them to go. Well, and even I mean, super great thing, and it builds their confidence too Absolutely. to be with the litter a little bit longer yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. You know, we got a puppy super, super, super early, and. We had huge issues with crate training and such bad anxiety that I mean, sure, it was tough. It was it was real rough for a long time, and I just think that yeah, maybe hanging out with the with its litter mates is not actually a bad idea. Did also, you know that? Sorry, ooh, do you know ahead. that in the state of Illinois? I see this right here. In the state of Illinois, it's illegal to give your dog whiskey. Mm. I don't know why that would be a thing. <laughs> And also, in Illinois, you are not allowed to give a dog a lit cigar. All right. So he cannot be on the poker table. I was just thinking that. (laughs) That poker table cannot be reenacted. No. (laughs) That's really funny. This is nuts. 
that's oh, those are really great laws for the state of Illinois. High five, there's, Illinois. Yeah, there's other Illinois laws. Like in uh, Springfield, you can get fined if your dog barks for 15 minutes straight. Mm. Which, I mean, I don't really want to listen to it for 15 minutes straight. We have no- noise <laughs> ordinances here, too. You may not keep a smelly dog in Galesburg. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, my dog would not be allowed because he farts all the time. In Chicago, it is illegal to take a French poodle to the opera. Hmm. Did you, I, Who knew? I'm sure you can take a Great Dane to the opera, but you cannot take a Oh my word. You'd have to buy a whole ticket for that great name, so you probably wouldn't take oh a my great name anyway. What else? Oh, that's good. Some crazy stuff. In Ohio, it is completely legal. You are allowed for police officers to bite crazed barking dogs to calm them down. Hey. So a police officer can bite a dog if it is barking. To come, <laughs> I used to bite Max ears. Who makes these rules? That's why are point. these even a thing? <laughs> oh my! Oh, in Oklahoma, you can be fined for making ugly faces at your dog. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> that one can't be real. Yeah, I guess. Oh man, this is fantastic. Yeah, here's the good ones. Um. 45% of U.S. dogs sleep in their owner's beds. No. Well. I know. It used to it be was me. me. <laughs> and it was really bad, too, because Mac was black, and I had black sheets on my bed, so, like, I had no idea. I didn't have any clue. So, um, it was fine. 70% of people sign their dog's name on holiday cards. We get a lot of holiday cards with dog's names on them. I, was, I used to do that before <laughs> I had children. I feel like it was like once I had children, I guess I could should stop putting the two dogs in forest. You know, it. like the people that have their names on the Christmas ornaments? Yeah. Yeah. As soon as we had kids, those dog names dropped right off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Oh, here that while you're talking about that, how how uh, how do your animals handle um, your house? Do you have to like pet proof your house for Christmas? Um, we had to for the first time this year. That's why I ask. <laughs> no, I because I'm trying to think of the things. My dogs are really terrible, and I'm sure it's mostly because of me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cat person. I don't know anything about dogs. Um. No, I mean, I'm trying to think. We got Mara before we had kids, so there wasn't anything. And also, like, when we were young, so we didn't really have anything valuable. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, And it's kind of weird. Like, you know, when you're single and, like, no kids and, like, a pet, like, do you put up a Christmas tree or do you just go to people's house? I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't sure. know. Yeah. Um. So I don't really remember. We didn't have to do anything with Christmas there. And then we got our other dog, Loki, right around Christmas, and I think we lost a couple wooden ornaments. Oh, yeah. You know, that were hanging too low, but I think our ornaments at that point were already up because we had Gabe. Yeah, so you were, yep. And then Bruno, shoot, if we lost stuff, I don't know about it at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Two kids and three dogs, if stuff gets ruined, it just kind of is like, what? what, what, My bad. Do you have to pet proof anything, like, any other time? I mean, should you or do I? Do you. Um, no. No. I, I'm trying to think. My kids, I made, when we got Bruno recently, I was threatening them, if you don't pick up your toys, then the dogs are going to chew it. And then they were like, oh, oh, okay. And my house was clean for like a good solid month. 
Ooh. And then they lost some toys, and they're like, yeah, this isn't so bad, so. <laughs> <laughs> we had issues with Forrest peeing uh, a, a couple times. Oh, yeah. And then that, you know, that's cat that's pee. Tough. That's different. Uh, dogs, we, I mean, we, with big dogs, we couldn't leave things on the counters when we were gone. Yeah. I mean, my yeah. dog still counter surfs, so yeah. I just kind of. It's just like a habit now. Yeah, I just know if mm-hmm. it's left out, it's probably going to be gone. Like, if my kids eat lunch and then they leave to, like, get zombied into a show, it's gone. Yep. And then they're like, oh, if I see a window, like, maybe you should have eaten it. There. Maybe you should have eaten it. Absolutely. But, yep. That's, and, like, no to another one that people don't often think about is houseplants. Know what houseplants yeah. mess with your animals. Also, because... oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's... That's about it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know about plants with dogs, but I know plants that mess with cats. But yeah, I mean, there's plenty of plants that will that are poisonous. Yeah, sure. that will definitely hurt your dogs. Um, but here's another thing too. Um, and maybe this is a trend that isn't going so much anymore. But um, essential oils. Oh yeah, like the diffusing certain yeah. oils were really bad. Yep. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's certain ones that can be good, you know what I mean, to calm down your dog, and there can be definitely ones that do not act well with them. So, mm-hmm. again, do your research, trust a trust a person instead of somebody who's trying to sell you on all of the things. Yeah, exactly. Because that's different. I mean, look at, like, the AKC websites, look on the, is it Merrill or Merrick, I forget which one it is, that um, one of the specific vet companies they have a lot of really good information as well. But um, can we move into, do you have any more really awesome information I'm, that you're finding? I'm trying to. Um, three dogs survived the sinking of the Titanic. Really? A Pomeranian, Ugh. a Newfoundland, and a Pekingese. I'm okay with the Newfoundland. The other one's I just feel like, <laughs> look, I mean, I'm very supportive of saving animals. <laughs> There's a lot of people that maybe a Newfoundland could have probably like balanced out. (laughs) Those are pretty big ones. Um, The oldest dog was created in ancient Egypt around 329 BC. Huh. The oldest dog fossil dates back to nearly 10,000 BC. Yeah. I knew that they were big in Egypt because they were in the the paintings. What do you call those things? Uh, Hieroglyphics. Is that the writing though? I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Um, it's raining really hard. I don't know if you can hear it on the recording, but... I know. Woo! I hope I shut everything up. <laughs> Probably didn't. Oh. Um, what else? Oh, I know that in Tennessee, common crosses between dogs and wolves. Oh, wow. Like, people breed those. Sure. Because I know that, like, you can't get them, like, groomed at normal places. They won't take, like, hybrid dogs. That's, and that, I think that was on my uh, brother-in-law and sister-in-law. They had a lease, to, they had to lease an apartment for a little while, and that was on their lease. They weren't, you know, of course. You couldn't have. You couldn't have pit bulls, of course, which sad. is, I, uh, personal feelings, I have feelings about that. I but, just don't like discrimination against any breed for. Yeah. It's for trainers' mistakes. That's my thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, but that, that was another one they couldn't, you weren't allowed to have, like, any wildlife crossbred animals. Ah, this reminds me of a time, um, I don't even know if I had any dogs. I probably didn't because I was dumb. 
And I was driving through Dunlap before it was super, like, built and busy as it is now. Uh-huh. And I remember seeing this super mangy coyote on the side of the road. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this poor little doggy. And I legit stopped and pulled over and was trying to, like, come here, Fido. Get in the car. We'll get you a bath. Everything will be great. And some lady in a minivan was like, sweetheart, that's a coyote. <laughs> We should probably leave that alone. Leave that coyote. I felt so dumb, but I mean, like they look—they look very similar. They're like a medium-sized dog. Uh, so that was the dog that we used to have. Um, I wish I knew what kind it was, but her her name was Shelby, mm-hmm. the the rat racer. Yeah, and, and we got a lot of phone calls because she would go up to the. Uh, grain bins up at the top of the road and she'd do the same thing but then when she would be running around people would be like oh I, so you better be careful someone's gonna shoot your dog because they're gonna think it's a coyote because she looked i mean she looked like yeah i would put an orange vest on her did you ever do that <laughs> i thought about doing that to like i don't Bruno. know how well that would go over <laughs> it'd be good though oh uh, i love it um okay one more really cool thing do you know that just like humans yawning is contagious with dogs yeah with dogs so like if you start yawning they'll start yawning and like back and forth and back and forth. i should try that with moose that'd be awesome <laughs> they did a mythbusters thing on that to see if yawning was contagious they they proved that it was yeah that's so good. <laughs> those are my cool dog facts so my cool dog fact is unlike cats i'm ready dogs are not strictly carnivores Unlike cats, dogs are not strictly carnivores. So they're omnivores. Omnivores. They are okay to eat plants and animals. So when you are looking into your foods, a lot of times people you'll see now where they include veggies and proteins. Yeah, they're those are mainly included in the diets to for vitamins and things like that. Um, But that's important when looking at your um dog food is like all of the vitamins and minerals and making sure that your number one ingredient is your protein source yeah so and i'm i'm subject to this as well that has not been the case for me um before but um yeah that's i'm just making sure that you see what you're feeding your dog uh, because what you put into it is what you get out of it, so to Absolutely. speak. Absolutely. And that also includes, I, I know this might be, but it also includes poop. The, like, the more, like, the healthier you feed your dog, the smaller your excrements are. Yeah. So, like raw feeding, I hear a lot of people have great luck with raw feeding. Yeah. And- any kind of like any kind of feed where there's a little less additive, you're just gonna have smaller piles. Here's a dog fact that I don't know if you know. Hmm. Do you know that if a dog super gross, if a dog eats poop, its own poop or somebody else's poop? It's mineral deficient. Yeah. I was just gonna say it is lacking the new in the nutrition department. And the cats and dogs eat grass if their stomach is upset. Yeah. Also, ooh, fun fact that I learned. Yeah. If your dog does have an upset stomach, pumpkin, canned pumpkin. I heard that. Yeah, I did hear that. We do that. So if our dog counter surfs and gets into something that they should not and Mm -hmm. then has the upchucks or the 
you know, not the loosey-gooseys, then yeah. we give them like a half a can of pumpkin. Um, if your dog needs to throw up on a Ugh. whim, uh, feeding them bread, white bread has an effect like that. What? Yeah. I mean, I know that people are like, give them a bottle of peroxide. I'm like, oh. Or um, I just activated don't... charcoal does the same thing too. But what? I mean, that that's from a, like a Joe Schmo. Talk to your vet if your yeah. dog has a serious problem. Why but, are we doing that? Why are we having the dogs throw up? Uh, my I we tried to make Moose throw up when he ate the full container of uh, baby formula. Yeah, I could see how that could cause some problems <laughs> because I didn't want him to be like clogged up. But yeah, there was one time Jake lived in this tiny little apartment, and he had his big German Shepherd. And she ate a whole thing of sour cream. And it was like expired sour cream. So she obviously went in the garbage, ate the sour cream. We didn't know about this. And she wasn't in a crate or anything. And when we got back in there, I swear the entire floor was like a slip and slide of poop <gasps> everywhere. Because it was just explosive. Oh, no. I think we were just dating at the time. I opened the door. I'm like, <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> your we... dog, your problem. See you. <laughs> I did a... I changed my puppy's food over too quickly, and she was in a crate in the oh, living room. It's just... It was all over the walls. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was I bad. Just, I feel like those are the memories that you're like, oh. oh. Never again. <laughs> <laughs> you learn so much. I feel like every... Yeah. I think every person has, like, that dog story. Yep. We had so many of those, so, Yeah. And everybody does, too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Everybody's got the crazy, like, oh, wait until you hear this. Yeah. Oh, sure. Moments of dogs. And I think that's what makes them so much more enjoyable. I is mean, all of the fun. I could say the same things, like, same stories about my kids, too. Unfortunately, yeah. even including poop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like they are legit yeah. part of the family. You're going to treat are. them the same Almost the same way, like, besides the fact that I don't put my children to work, but I put my dog to work. You do, though. I, I mean, do. in different ways. Yes. I mean, like, your kids go to school, and that's, like, work And they for load them. the dishes and things like they that. They have yeah. chores and activities. They have exercise and play. I mean, yeah. they're essentially dogs. It's the same thing. <laughs> the same thing. You can pretty oh. much just crate them up and go about your business. Don't do that for legal reasons. Yeah. Please do not. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, I'd say we covered a good a good blanket of dogs there. But here's a good feedback thing. Tell us about your favorite dog story. Yes. Oh, I love dog stories. Please tell The funniest, us. the craziest, the silliest, the grossest, whatever. Yeah. Comment, tell us your funny Awesome. Have any of your dogs had really fun tricks? No. My kids get a kick out of it that they can shake and high five. (laughs) I'm always like so disappointed. And then I was like, oh, wait, I was supposed to train them to do the fun things. (laughs) Yeah. This was me. I trained her to sit and to high five. And now that my kids are like of the age, they're like, she can high five. Can the other ones? Like, nope. Nope. Not even. That's nope. Could have used that towards a valuable thing like counter surfing, but here we are. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so next week is your week. It's it, cat week. Crazy cat lady season. It's my jam. That will be it. Well, it was a, a jolly good time. As always. Talking about dogs. See you next time. 
Later, Gator. If you like what you heard today, you can find us at We Chose the Farm on Facebook and Instagram. And to find Hinkle Homestead directly, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Google at Hinkle Homestead. Want to visit the Weiniger Farms? You can find us mainly on Instagram at the Weiniger Farms. Or jump over to our website at WeinigerFarms.com. See you later!